0: Hey, it's Jennifer from the Honest Ugly Podcast, and the honest ugly truth is that many of us are not living the life we truly want. As creative visionaries, we have dreams, ideas, and aspirations, but we rarely follow through on them. Let's stop procrastinating and doubting ourselves. In this podcast, we'll explore the real, raw truths behind the struggles of following through on our creative visions and uncover practical tips and strategies to help us take action and follow through on the good works we were created to do. We can experience the peace and freedom that comes with living out our creative potential and being more productive. Are you ready? Let's dive in. Hey, 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 guys. So today, in the fast-paced world that we live in, it is easy to get caught up in the never-ending hustle and bustle of our daily lives. I mean, how many of you always hear yourself saying you're just so busy? Well, if you're a highly creative person, then you, I know how many ideas you have and I know that you want to tackle them all, as in yesterday. So that can feel more chaotic. That can feel more overwhelming. That can make you feel more hurried. And if you're like me and you struggle to hyperfocus focus on some things while losing focus on others, you might be all over the place and you can't seem to rein in your brain to stay on the task at hand. You probably feel like you're going 90 miles an hour at all times. Guys, we don't have to live like that. I get that everyone thinks it's normal to constantly multitask, to juggle multiple responsibilities, and to try to keep up with the demands of work and personal lives and extracurricular activities and weekend plans and creative endeavors. It's all too much, it feels so chaotic. It's easy to lose sight of the present moment and the simple pleasures of life when we're so hurried and so busy and we never take the time to slow down and be fully present. Am I saying not to do all of those things on your calendar? Absolutely not. I'm just saying that you can do all of those things from a place of peace and rest and productivity, not from a place of hurried, chaotic tension. And this is where mindfulness comes in. But what is mindfulness? Well, I'm going to stop right here and give you a few reasons people in Christian circles are afraid of the word mindfulness. Because I am aware that many of my listeners can be really hesitant with this word. Now, I mean, some of you probably only listened to this episode because you saw the word mindfulness and you're thinking, oh gosh, what has Jennifer gotten into now? I get it. That's fine. Just just keep hanging out with me for a second. But mindfulness, it's just simply the practice of being present and fully engaged in the current moment. It's the practice of being aware of your thoughts and your emotions and being aware of them without judging yourself or letting yourself become distracted by them into a negative spiral of who knows what. It's just being present. So if that's the simple definition of mindfulness, then what is the big deal? And why are some Christians so uncomfortable with the practice of being mindful? Well, let's just jump into a few reasons. Mindfulness can be associated with Buddhist meditation practices, which can obviously make some Christians uncomfortable. To me, it's kind of a fear thing. If we're uncomfortable, we're kind of fearing because it's pushing us to our comfort zone. And um, Christians are often pushed to their comfort zone up against people who believe different things than they do. So mindfulness is not inherently religious, but it can be seen as a spiritual practice that conflicts with some Christian beliefs. Therefore, some Christians may feel that practicing mindfulness involves embracing beliefs or practices that are incompatible with their faith. But just because Buddhists practice mindfulness doesn't mean that everyone who practices mindfulness are also picking up Buddhist faith traditions. So in my opinion, this just isn't true. I mean, many Christians, I feel they're missing out on a deeper personal relationship with God because they're rejecting the practice of being mindful. They're so afraid of doing something wrong that they miss out on something that could be very good for them. Another reason Christians, some Christians may be wary of mindfulness is because of its origins in Eastern spirituality spirituality i don't know how i said that but they may view mindfulness as a form of blending different religious beliefs and practices so some christians may be concerned that practicing mindfulness can lead to like this watered down this diluted or compromised place in their faith they think they can compromise themselves if they start practicing mindfulness I don't see how this can happen to a believer unless they are intentionally choosing to compromise their beliefs, unless they're intentionally choosing to take on the beliefs of a different religion, unless they choose to just really believe that what those other religions are teaching are true. I don't see how this can happen. I mean, mindfulness is just a practice of being fully present to the moment. That's it. So we don't have to fear being mindful. The third reason. Um, some Christians might feel afraid of the word mindfulness is that it can be seen as a form of being self-centered or self-reliant, like selfishness. Some Christians, they view mindfulness as promoting a focus on the self, and they think that people are focused on their own personal growth and development rather than on serving God and serving others. Now, I don't know everybody who practices mindfulness, but the people I do know that are fully present and engaged in the moment, their motive behind being fully present to the moment is to love others well, to show up and serve and add value and be attentive. There is nobody that I know that practices mindfulness in such a way that they want to be selfish. It's always so they can show up better for people in their lives. So Christians may be concerned that practicing mindfulness could lead to a focus on self rather than God, but I just feel like this is a fear-based hesitation. I mean, think about it. If we practice being mindful, if we practice being fully present and aware of the moment, if we are focused on the outer stimulation in the world around us, as well as the inner stimulation rising up inside of us, and we're pondering all of those things that come up for us— and we are taking those things and filtering them through our belief in God and we're taking those stimulations inner and outer and we're looking at them up against who he says he is and who he says we are to me that is just an invitation for us to be honest with God about our responses to those stimulations to me it's just it's just like used for the purpose of him taking what we feel As reality, and him helping us line up with what he says is true. I don't know if what all I said just made sense, but I mean, the to me, if we if we acknowledge how we feel on the inside, if we pay attention to how we're responding to outside stimulation, and we are honest with God with that, that's a really good opportunity to be in conversation with him so he can line our hearts up with his. So for me, being mindful, practicing mindfulness focusing on my thoughts and emotions and how I want to react to outside circumstances, those are all just invitations for me to be in conversation with God about how He is wanting me to surrender more of myself so He can refine me into more of His likeness. I don't think Christians have to resist or fear the practice of being mindful. When we do resist and fear the practice of being mindful, I honestly think we are resisting His invitation to intimacy with us. I think we are resisting going deeper with Him in true relationship. It is way easier for us to stay on the surface and follow the rules and line ourselves up with man-made laws, regulations, and expectations. It's easier to check the boxes of Christianity. But it is a whole other kind of relationship building To acknowledge and be fully present to God's Spirit who's whispering gently and quietly. And he's saying, this is the way, walk in it. This is the way, walk in it. Because most of us haven't trained ourselves to hear the nudge of God's Spirit within us. So it's easier to reject and resist the idea that being mindful to that voice inside of us, it's easier to reject it, but it's really... If we can embrace it, it's just us answering an invitation to relational intimacy. So if you've been rejecting the practice of mindfulness, consider the thought and ask God if maybe you're rejecting an invitation to be relational with Him. To be aware of the things He's made. To be aware of how He wants to heal you in certain places and get you to new places and to stretch your capacity of your boundaries. Not your boundaries, but your comfort zones. For me personally, practicing being mindful, practicing being fully present to the moment, it has taken me deeper into relational intimacy than I knew was possible. It has grown my awareness, increased my compassion. It has helped me understand grace on a deeper level. It has expanded my ability to live with a deep gratitude for the simplest of things in my life. Things that before I might have overlooked or things before that I might have thought were annoying. With all of that said, if I've lost you, feel free to go do something else with your time. Go ahead and unsubscribe from this podcast and go find one that won't stretch you out of your comfort zone. But if you want to be stretched and if I had you at hello... That was a movie reference in case you missed it. But if you're interested in being stretched and and if you're interested in developing a mindful approach to life, if you're interested in showing up fully engaged and fully, impre- fully present to the moment, if you're interested in growing in relational intimacy with God, then I want you to head on over and listen to the rest of this episode and you're going to be able to find it listed under episode Eighty-two, And we're going to finish this conversation on mindfulness and we're going to talk about the benefits of mindfulness as well as, I don't know, three, four, five maybe um, ways that you can begin practicing being mindful. Talk to you guys later. As a personal life coach, I'm here to help you break free from the cycle of delaying your ideal life and to start taking action on your creative visions. If you want more accountability, practical tips, and challenges to help you show up to the good works you were created to do, be sure to follow my Instagram at jen.nifer.kindle. And as always, I encourage you to take action today, right now. Whether that means doing a headstand, walking your dog, or creating something new, do something. And be sure to tag me on social so I can cheer you on. Thanks again for listening, and until next time, keep creating, keep growing, and keep showing up for yourself.